friends, welcome to worship as beloved people of God on this Christmas Eve. I'm Pastor Mark Hall from United Lutheran Church in Prairie Farm. And we welcome all of you who join us for worship by phone-in or streaming on this Christmas Eve. Just a note to let you know that we will be celebrating Holy Communion as part of this worship service. And you are invited to prepare your own communion elements, bread or cracker, wine or juice, in your home before the communion liturgy that will come later in the service. Following the Lord's Prayer, the words of institution, I will invite you to commune at that time. We begin our Christmas Eve worship now with the invocation and the call to worship. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, maker of heaven and earth, the Word made flesh, the Lord and giver of life. The Word became flesh. A child has been born for us, a son given to us. What has come into being in him was life, and life was the light of all people. On Christmas Eve, we celebrate the night of Christ's birth, the night salvation appeared. O come, let us worship him. Glory to God in the highest. Alleluia. Let us pray. Almighty God, you made this holy night shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that here on earth we may walk in the light of Jesus' presence and the last day wake to the brightness of his glory. Through your only Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Holy Gospel for this Christmas Eve from Luke, the second chapter. In those days as it came out from Emperor Augustus, that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and, and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth, Galilee, to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. 
When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. So let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. This Christmas Eve is the night when that stunning mystery of all creation opens up before us, descends upon us, takes place within us. From our homes, we marvel at the mystery of the Almighty, the eternal God born in human flesh into our lives. Jesus Emmanuel, God with us, is born in an animal stable, wrapped in strips of cloth like cut-up rags, placed in a feeding trough for cattle. I know you can't see it, but I have a pocket knife with me this evening to help keep me grounded in this incredible act of God. And actually, it's still afternoon. I realize as I hold this knife, this is a pocket knife given to me by Clayton Bird. When I went to work on his dairy farm the summer before my ninth and 10th grade years in high school, his farm is east of Ridgeland, over the hills, a few miles between Ridgeland and Sand Creek. Pocket knife was used by Clayton for years, and he actually had broken one of the blades in the knife. There are three blades, and one of them was broken. So he had gotten a new knife, and he gave this one for me to use. And I used this pocket knife to cut twine on hay bales when we fed the livestock, and also to cut twine on straw bales when we made bedding for the cows and the calves. As you know, both cows and calves have a way of messing up places where they lay down, so you have to be constantly cleaning up after them and putting down new bedding. So this knife reminds me of those times in the barn and the calf shed feeding and cleaning up after them. This knife also reminds me of the incarnation, Christ being born in a manger. Martin Luther asked in one of his Christmas sermons, why should God humble himself to lie in a feed box of a cow? Think of it, he said. Mary had to go to a cow stall and there bring forth the maker of all creatures. God is amazing. The babe is in a manger, not worthy of a cradle or a diaper, and yet he is called Savior and Lord. The angels sing about him and the shepherds hear and come and honor him as he lies with an ox and an ass. If I had come to Bethlehem and seen it, I would have said, this does not make sense. Can this be the Messiah? This is sheer, sheer nonsense. I would not have let myself be found inside that stable. 
words of Martin Luther. It seems to me that the majestic power of the Christmas mystery comes to us in the way it humbles us, taking away all the pretensions of power and possessions, all the trappings of culture and comfort. The birth of the Savior of the world meets us on a very different level, much different than we might desire. God enters our experience through the lowest moment. I can say honestly that the most memorable Christmas Eve from my childhood was the Christmas Eve we didn't open our presents. It, it was a tradition in our family to do that on Christmas Eve, but on this Christmas Eve, when I was maybe 11 or 12 years old, the Paulsons had a roof collapse on their chicken barn. Paulsons were just northwest of Sand Creek. And under weight of a heavy snowfall, the roof of that chicken barn came down. Paulsons had an egg business with thousands of laying hens. They sold eggs in our northwest part of Wisconsin. My dad was called out with others from the community to help with this disaster. My dad was gone all evening. We waited and waited. I held out as long as I could until my mother sent me to bed. The next morning I woke up. I knew dad was home because our whole house smelled like chicken you-know-what. My dad had come home late in the night, took off his work clothes in the basement, but you could still smell it everywhere. What I learned from that Christmas Eve, that memorable Christmas Eve, what I learned is that Jesus is born into this world where life is collapsed, where life breaks down under the heavy load, where the roof caves in, where we fall down, where we fail, where our plans and hopes have crashed. This is where Jesus comes. At Christmas, the Lord of the universe empties out all almightiness and meets us in our need. Out of love for us, Jesus is born in our humanity to meet us in the midst of life at its most human, most limited, most broken, and even lowest moment. Why should God humble himself to lie in the feed box of a cow to hang upon a criminal's cross. Why? In pure love. Love that is sacrificial, steadfast. Love for you and me, for the world. So that we might know that there is no low point that Jesus will not come to be with us. So that we will know that we are never alone. That nothing, not even death, will separate us from his love. In the words of the Christmas carol, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing, 
in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that we no more may die, born to raise each child of earth, born to give us second birth. Jesus came in love to raise each child of earth, to give each of us a second birth. In holy baptism, we are reborn children of God, inheritors of eternal life. We are joined to Jesus, his death and resurrection. A second birth is given to us, a birth that has no end. This year, 2020, the year of COVID-19, the year we have all experienced how fragile our lives are. There is a kind of brokenness that we cannot fix or overcome. We have come face to face with our vulnerability and our mortality. Today we bow in awe and wonder of the baby Jesus born to raise each child of earth, each mortal child, born to raise you and me. Can we recognize Jesus born into this, the broken stuff of our lives to heal, to transform, to save? Can we see it is God, Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, born to make us and all things new forever. Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. Amen. And we confess our Christian faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, for all people according to their needs. For the increase of peace among the nations, let us pray to the Lord. Christ the Lord, bring peace on earth. For the spread of the joyful news that the Savior has come, let us pray to the Lord. Christ the Lord, bring joy to the world. For the poor and those who find no room, let us pray to the Lord. Christ the Lord, bring help to the poor. For restoration of health to all who are sick, especially those who suffer from COVID-19, let us pray to the Lord. Christ the Lord, bring healing to the sick. For the comfort of your presence with all who grieve lost loved ones, let us pray to the Lord. Christ the Lord, bring peace and hope to your grieving people. For the light of Christmas to shine on us, let us pray to the Lord. Christ the Lord, bring us the light of your truth. Rejoicing in your birth and trusting in your mercy, O Christ, light of the world, we pray for all those people and places trapped in darkness. We pray for your light as we commend 
to you all for whom we pray. Amen. And as we come to your table this holy day, we come into the light of Christ, confessing our need for God's mercy. Gracious God, in Christ Jesus, you come among us as light shining in darkness. We confess our failure to welcome the light. Forgive us, renew our hope, so that we may live in the light of your grace and welcome the truth of Christ. Amen. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And because of Christ, your sins are forgiven. And I say that in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Emmanuel, God is with us. You came as a baby born in a manger. You slept on straw and greeted shepherds. You come again in bread and wine. Remind us how good you are in blessing ordinary things. And then through these gifts, help us to bless the lives of others as we give ourselves, our time, and our possessions to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. We pray together now the prayer our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. You may commune now. The body of Christ given for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. Almighty God, you provide the true bread from heaven. Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, Grant that we who have received the sacrament of his body and blood may abide in him, and he in us, that we may be filled with the power of his endless life, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, keep you in his light and truth and love, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. A blessed Christmas to you. Christ is with you. Thanks be to God. Amen.